Have you ever had a question and wanted to know clearly what the Bible has to say about it? Well, in this podcast, Bible Answers for Today's Christians, we will learn together what God's Word really says. Take your Bible tonight, please, with me. Go to Matthew chapter number 24 in your Bibles tonight. Matthew chapter number 24. I trust you've had a good week and the Lord's been good to you. And um, thank God for His goodness. Amen. And uh, thank God for the opportunity to give God's Word. We, um, we certainly are in some unusual times. And, um, you know, the Bible talks about some times that we're going to go through um, and some things that God wants us to know about what's going to happen. You know, the disciples asked the Lord Jesus one day here in the passage that we're going to read. He said, they looked at Jesus and they said, what, how are we going to know when the end of the world is near? And um, Jesus gave them a whole lot of things to show them when the end is going to be coming. And I'll tell you, I want to speak on it tonight and I want to give it in light of a lot of things that have gone on in our uh, world and a lot of things that have yet to come and yet come to pass in our world before the Lord Jesus actually comes. But I'll tell you what, the trumpet, I'll tell you what, Gabriel is, is getting the valves ready on the trumpet. I mean, it could be any time, it could be any day. And um, so we're going to look at the passage tonight and see what God says is coming before He comes again. Matthew chapter 24, let's start at verse uh, number 3 in this passage. We'll read several verses Matthew 24, verse 3, the Bible says here, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, who readeth, let him understand. Then let him which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. 
But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the war, or, or beginning of the world to this time. No, nor forever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there shall be no flesh, there shall no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. But if any shall uh, say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they, would dece they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the angels or the eagles be gathered uh, together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and with great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great uh, sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds uh, from one end of heaven to the other. Let's stop right there and pray tonight. Father, thank you for the Bible tonight. Thank you. We can look into it. Take some time, Lord, and just have our hearts drawn to your word tonight. God, I pray you give us hearts, Lord, that are, are loving, loving thy word and strong in thy word. And Lord, I pray tonight that your spirit would meet with us. And we know that the, the Holy Spirit with the word of God quickens the word of God to life. And so we pray, Lord, that you'll bless that tonight. And use, Lord, the words that we speak tonight to be a help to every Christian, Lord, and, and um, a blessing uh, to our hearts and our minds tonight. And Lord, we'll be careful to praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. In the passage that we read tonight, we find the Lord Jesus uh, speaking many words about the last days. And um, I think it's common for most Christians to see the last days or to be interested to know when the, when the end is coming. We know the end is going to be coming one of these days. And we know that, um, we know that uh, there's an event that is still on God's timetable uh, that is called the rapture. And the Bible talks about the rapture. It doesn't use the exact word rapture, but we know the Bible says in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, uh, the dead in Christ will rise first, then we which alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. We know that, and this passage of Scripture also talks about this tribulation time that the world's going to go through. Um, and, and can I tell you, we believe that, we believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. I believe that God is going to come uh, and call his saints back 
at, um, before the tribulation comes. You say, now why do you believe that, preacher? Because in 1 Thessalonians, the Bible teaches that um, as he's speaking to the saints of God, and he's talking about the rapture, and is he talking about all the horrible events that occur during the rapture, he also lets them know, comfort one another with these words. These are words of things that you don't have to go through, uh, is what he's saying. And so I believe the, that God is going to quicken us up, and that the events of, of this verse, actually verse number 30 and 31 that we read, are events that God's going to take us up. He's going to come. We're going to meet the Lord in the air. He will catch us up to heaven in the rapture, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And boy, there's so many events during the great tribulation that are just horrible, and many events, which is a seven-year period uh, after the rapture, seven years, three and a half years of uh, a false peace in the world. And then after those three and a half years, another three and a half years of just total destruction and total ruin. But then after that, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come back and we're going to rule and reign with him for a thousand years on the earth. And that's God's timeline. That's God's timetable of the events that are going to occur. But what's interesting about chapter 24 is that the Lord Jesus Christ, he tells them some things that are going to happen before the rapture actually occurs. And he intimates some things that happen uh, before, during, and, and then the next chapter deals with some things, uh, or, or, or other parts of Scripture deal with things that happen after that. But in Matthew chapter 24, the Lord Jesus Christ tells his disciples some of the events that are going to lead up to him coming back again before he calls us out. And I think this passage is very interesting because, boy, I'll tell you what, with the events that we see in this world and the, the, the horrible things that are going on in Israel, I want to tell you what, this stage is being set and the curtain is going to open very soon for the Lord Jesus Christ to come back again. It's, going to, it's not going to be long at all. It's not going to be long at all. And can I tell you what? If you're, saved, if you're not saved out there, you better get saved. Amen. You better trust Christ before it's too late because when that rapture occurs, I want to tell you something, it's going to be very, there's not going to be many saved during that, uh, the, the, the tribulation time. And I'll tell you what, um, you better get saved before that rapture occurs. Amen. But now I want you to notice some things that Jesus says are going to happen here. The context is, is Jesus and his disciples are on the Mount of Olives. And one of the disciples asked Jesus here, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? How are we going to know when you're coming back again? Um, and Jesus says to them here, he begins to talk about some of these events. And I want to notice and highlight some of the events that he talks about. And one of the main events that he refers to again and again is found in verse 4. Notice verse 4, he says this, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. 
Now, look over at verse number 24 also, or verse 23. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. That's God's, that's saved people. Now, I'm telling you tonight, the first thing that he says here is watch out for false prophets and false deceivers. Watch out. You know, can I tell you, there have been over a hundred new religions that have cropped up in the last 150 years. Religion is prolific, but I want to tell you something. It's not all true and it's not all following God's word. Even though they give great signs and great wonders, the, and, and the truth is that they are deceitful. They'll deceive many people. And this is the spirit of the devil. That's the spirit of Antichrist that, that comes through the false prophets and through the deceivers. And, and it's really the devil working through uh, false prophets and false deceivers to deceive men. And we know according to the book of, uh, I believe it's 1 Thessalonians, that that as time draws by, that there will be men that will believe a lie. They'll believe lies. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you what, people believe lies uh, all day long. It's amazing what people will really hold to and believe. And this is all preparation for the minds of people being prepared for the coming of the Lord. And it's not God's will that any should perish. God doesn't want anyone to face eternal hell, but many will because they're deceived by false prophets and false rulers. And can I tell you, this is coming in this world and it's here already and we can see a lot of it, but as the time for Christ's coming draws near, it's going to get worse and worse. Don't let anyone deceive you. Now, I think what the Bible is intimating here and, 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 and understand is that when you're saved, the Holy Spirit works in you. And if we are listening and obeying the Holy Spirit through the Word of God, then we're going to be able to detect deceitfulness. Amen. You know, the Bible says you shall know the truth, and the truth sets you free. And when you know what is right, uh, you can detect error. But if you know error, you can't always detect what's right. Amen. And so... The Lord Jesus is teaching us to just stay with truth and trust the Word of God in the days in which we live. Because if you're saved, the Holy Spirit through the Word works in us and enables us not to be deceived. Well, there's a lot of deceivers out there. There's a lot of false prophets out there. And uh, there's a lot of liars out there. And that all comes from Satan himself. So it's a, it's a sign, it's a picture that he's coming. Now, can I first of all say also that it's foolish for man to depict, to pick a day and an hour. We should not get into the business of picking a day and the hour because the Bible tells us the day and the hour knoweth no man, not even the angels which are in heaven. But we can see times when it's coming and Jesus uses the words at the door. We can tell a lot of things are coming at the door. And, and so this is what he says. Be not deceived. 
Hey, that's why I stick to the old word of God that's never changed. Amen? Amen? Hey, you can't go wrong by hanging around with the Bible. Amen? Amen? Just stick to your Bible and it will give you the peace when we see all these things come to pass and the troubles. Now, secondly, notice he said this in verse 6. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. Now, I think that's very interesting. Jesus said, there's wars and you're going to hear of rumors of wars. Uh, wars. Uh, we saw that this week, didn't we? Israel declares war on Hamas. And uh, I, I tell you what, all this is coming. And I can see, see, the nations of the world have to be set up. And they're all around Israel. And there's going to be some event that triggers all of those hateful nations of the world to swoop in and come in and going to attack Israel. And I can see these events going on right now setting the stage for a lot of these things to come and a lot of these things to appear. Because Israel's the most hated nation in all the world. It's amazing how many nations just absolutely despise Israel. It's amazing. But God said, and he talks here also to the nation of Israel in some verses. We'll get to that. But, but he's saying here, hey, there's wars and there's rumors of wars. But notice what he said. I like this. See that you be not troubled. You know, these things, it's hard not to be troubled when you see these kind of wars go on. People being butchered and murdered, kids, children. But what God is trying to teach us is, as a Christian, our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is the sovereign God over all. And when we put our faith in Him, we don't need to be troubled because we know these things have got to come to pass. These things got to come to pass. And they will come to pass because the Lord Jesus told us He is going to come again. He's coming again. And oh, listen, I tell you, the, the, the key, the thing that I uh, am most concerned about is the lost man. The one who does not know Christ. Uh, the one who's away from God. Or, or, or that Christian who's... Um, Maybe say, but yet they're, they're running in a different path. They're running away from God. They're not interested in God. They're interested in having this fun life. But let me tell you something. Um, there's going to be a lot of people deceived by false prophets. And, and when we hear these wars and rumors of wars, remember this. He said this in the last of verse 6, not, uh, last part of verse 6. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So what God's saying is, these are events that are leading up to the time when he's coming back again. Hey, we're going to see more wars. We're going to see more wars in this world. There's going to be more trouble. There's going to be more turmoil. And it's very possible that the events that are going on in Israel right now are the triggers that are going to trigger everything to set in motion for the Lord Jesus to come back again. Notice verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation 
and kingdom against kingdom. There should be famines, famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse, diverse places or different places. Uh, earthquakes are a sign. Earthquakes are a sign. Lord's coming again. You know, there's been more earthquakes. I was standing over at our house several years ago, and I, at that particular time, I had my hand on one of the door jams, and I felt it go like this, my door jam. And sure enough, there was these shaking and these tremors. We got earthquakes in Oklahoma. Amen? Move to Oklahoma. We got it all here. You know? But, but the Lord Jesus made this promise. He says, these things have to come to pass. These things are going to be part of what goes on in this world. Then he said this, verse 8, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Now, this is leading up to the tribulation. The beginning of sorrows is a picture of the tribulation, and it's talking about the tribulation when it says that. And notice, now he talks to the nation of Israel, and he talks to them. He says, verse 9, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Hmm. All nations are going to hate Israel. All nations. And I believe it all goes back to the fact that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are the chosen of the Lord Jesus Christ. They are God's chosen people. And it all goes back to that. And you see, all the other nations that hate Christ, it goes back historically to Abraham. But remember, Abraham had Hagar, his handmaid, and went into her, and she bore Ishmael. And Ishmael was kicked out, and Ishmael uh, grew, became a great nation. Uh, the Ishmaelites, and the Bible tells us he would be a wild man. And that's what we're seeing today. We're seeing this, uh, this biblical, um, the, the way it all happened way back early in the Bible is culminating now. And, and we can see it all happening <laughs> right before our eyes. And you know what it does? It gives me more faith in the scriptures. Amen. Because the word of God tells us what's going to happen before it happens. You know, and we're going to see these. You know, in a world that talks so much about peace, why do we have so many wars? The reason we do is because they've rejected God and rejected his word. And so we see these things because of the rejection of Christ. Verse 10, And then, sh then shall many be offended and betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and deceive many. You see this swirl of, of lies. You, they won't know who to believe. One person will tell them this and another person will tell them that. And, and, and Jesus said, don't believe any of them. Just believe in me. 
You know, in this world we live in, that is really the only hope we have is to just believe in God. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the answer of all truth. And, and so as this world gets deceived, um, and why does it happen? Verse 12, because iniquity shall abound, because sin just runs rampant. The love of many shall wax cold. Hey, I want to tell you something. This is a picture of why people would murder and brutally uh, do what they did to children. That's why. The, because iniquity abounds, the love of many shall wax worse. Love. Love is destroyed. See, sin destroys love. Sin destroys love. But what God's trying to show us here, he's saying here, love of many are going to wax cold. Well, we live in a world like that today, don't we? A lot of people don't have, they don't care about anybody else. And um, it's going to get worse and worse as this time goes on. But notice verse 14 there's hope. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. There's a man in the second century that went into the Jewish temple and, and uh, started heathen, wicked sacrifices there. And he, uh, he, he, he uh, it's called the, the abomination of desolation, which happened in the second century. Um, and, and this is what Daniel prophesied uh, 500 years before, before Christ came and 200 years before it happened. So 700 years before this happened, Daniel predicted the abomination of desolation would occur. But now it's going to occur again. He said, when you see it happen, you say, what does that mean? What it means is that somehow, someway, they're going to rebuild a Jewish temple. That Jewish temple is going to be rebuilt. And there's going to be an abomination of desolation that goes on. By the way, don't you remember what happened and what went on in the holy place of the temple? You remember that every, once every year they would go in and sprinkle the blood. The blood would be sprinkled. That was a picture of the blood of Jesus Christ that was paid for our sins. And then the, the veil was rent in two where it gave us access to the Lord Jesus Christ. See, it means that there is access to the blood of Jesus Christ for every person. It means there is availability for everyone to come to Christ because of what that pictures. But when an abomination of desolation is there, it pictures a false understanding, a, a false lie being perpetrated, a... a uh, a lie of Satan who comes in and undermines the truth of the gospel 
so that men's minds are blinded uh, from the truth and they can't hear. And that's what that abomination of desolation pictures and it shows. And it shows us that there's going to be things uh, like, a, like a Jewish temple. They're going, to build a, they're going to build that Jewish temple again. And boy, that may be the trigger uh, that sets off World War III too because that Jewish temple is right on the spot where the Mosque of Omar is in Jerusalem. And that's the third holiest site for a Muslim. So if the Jews come and take that away and build a temple there right where the original temple was, whoo, you're talking World War III. I mean, that's going to inflame the entire world. And, you know, when we see Latter-day Prophecy, we see most of it all occurring in the Middle East because the, the Israelites are still the apple of God's eye and they're the focus of God. And these two million man army is going to come down one day. They're going to swoop in and they're going to try to take over Israel. And there has to be biblical events, uh, events, even political events that set all of that in motion. And I just, I just say tonight that I don't know, and I'm not making predictions, that's for sure, but I believe it's very possible what we're seeing could be a trigger that is setting into motion the final days of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know, and I'd be a fool to say I do know. But I'll tell you this much. What God said in His Word is going to come to pass one of these days. And... Um, don't be fooled. Now, for the sake of time, let's go down here to uh, verse number, um, uh, go to verse number 26. Notice it says here, Wherefore, if that shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. Now he's, he's going back again to uh, don't listen to false prophets because it's going to be, the world is going to be a circle of lies. <laughs> I, I was just watching the news today. <laughs> and the White House said two completely opposite things about the events that were going on. Crazy. Everybody's got to have a political spin today, you know? Got to have a political spin. But So we're living in this type of world that I'll tell you, the only one we can trust is the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. But that should give us hope and comfort and peace because we know that it is true. Amen? We know that it is reliable. Now, verse number 28. Notice this. It says, For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Now, why would that verse be right in the middle of these things? Well, because you see, one day God's going to come down and he's going he's to take them all out. He's going to come in and take all of them out. Uh, and God's going to descend and, and God's going to be in control. And um, wh when that happens, there will be eagles that will come. And the eagles prophesied are going to be 
eating from the carcasses. But what's interesting about that is there have been no eagles in Israel until recently. And when I was there, they took us to a, a place. We drove the bus to a place. It's a great big cavernous mountain in a valley. And they gave us binoculars and they said, the eagles have been gone from Israel for centuries. And now the eagles are back. And you could look at the binoculars and see their nests and see them soaring through the air in this valley. And he says, they're getting very, um, they're growing and there's, they're increasing in the number of eagles that are happening in Israel right now. I'll tell you what, that sent chills up my spine just to know that that is pictured in Scripture. Amen. <laughs> so it's, it's coming, it's soon. Jesus said, you're going to see these things. But now notice here, verse 30. Verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Despite all these things that are going on, all of a sudden, Christ breaks through the clouds. All the tribes of the earth, the Bible says they'll mourn. They'll mourn when they see Christ. You know why? Because they've rejected him. They've rejected him all along. They've said, no, it can't be real. Maybe they've been the ones that have deceived, been deceived or believed the false lies. But they will mourn. Well, that's sad. That's sad to know that the Son of Man who gave his life for some was rejected. And when the final trumpet sound, they, they were mourned and sad because they had an opportunity. They had a life where they could turn to Christ. You know, God, I believe, gives all of us a life, which is time. Time to turn to him and to trust him. And some choose to reject him. But the rejecter that day is going to mourn when he sees Christ. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and great glory. Hey, folks, he's coming back. He's going to rule and reign on this earth. He's coming back. And in this passage, he's coming back for you and me. We're going to be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. But I think that the point of Scripture to the Christian is that despite all of these things that are going to happen, we need not be troubled. Thank God. Amen. Amen. We need not be troubled. When your faith is in Christ, it is a secure faith. It is a solid faith. It's a faith that the devil cannot take away. And, uh, you know, in John chapter 10, it talks about the good shepherd and the sheep. And the Bible says, how do the sheep know the good shepherd? They hear his voice. They know his voice. And when the shepherd comes walking through and they hear his voice, all those sheep follow that shepherd because they hear his voice. And I'll tell you what, one of these days he's going to come back and we're going to hear his voice. Amen? And that voice too is what leads us through this life 
where we are not deceived by the deception of the world. Boy, this world is so deceived, aren't they? This world is so deceived. I, 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 was, listening, I was listening to the news this week, and you know, there's a group of students at Harvard, and these groups, this group of students at Harvard is defending these Palestinians. They butchered and murdered kids, but yet they're defending them. It's all Israel's fault. You know, I want to tell you someone what, what some of that is. That's part of the picture of the deception that has gone on in our country, and it's going to be all over the world, and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. But the hope that the Christian has is this hope that we know his voice. And if we hear his voice, because we're saved, his voice, he's in us. And if he's in us, then we hear his voice and we know that he is ours. And that we need not fear these things that go on in the world. In fact, even though this sounds a little bit strange, but... In some respects, a Christian rejoices when these things happen because we know the time is drawing near when we're going to see the Lord and we're going to be with Him forever and ever. And boy, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. Until then, it's important we do everything we can to reach every lost soul. I think that's the, the main point of Jesus teaching his disciples about the coming of the Lord. I think he's wanting them to say, understand that you're safe, you're saved, but a lot of people are not, and they need the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. They need the faith that you have inside of you. They need this peace and security that only Christ can give. And that's the point of our day and age. I believe for the Christian, it all goes back to this understanding that we're God's child. We're his child, but somebody else is not. And they need the Lord Jesus Christ in their life too. And so let's do everything we can to get the gospel here to people. Let's do everything we can to get the gospel in our, to our foreign missionaries as they go throughout the world. Because the Bible says that gospel needs to be preached to the whole world, to everyone. What's coming? Well, Jesus told us a lot of what's coming. But the end of it is one day he's going to call us home. The trump's going to sound. We're going to hear that trumpet. And it's going to sound, Phew, we're going to be out of here. We'll be with the Lord forever. What a promise. Until then... Jesus said, occupy until I come. In other words, he said, keep busy doing my work. Keep doing my will. Keep preaching my word. Just keep on doing what I told you to do until that trumpet sounds. Boy, when it does, it'll be a glorious day. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We hope this was an encouragement to you. Follow and like our podcast to stay tuned for our next episodes.